Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Advice with Alex and Friends, the podcast. I'm your host, Alex, and I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, whom I missed very, very much, Novella. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm back. Did you miss me? <laughs> I hope that, I'm, I'm, I'm really sure that they did. I know that I, I missed you at least. We, we definitely missed you here. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you are following the podcast at Advice with Alex on Instagram and Twitter or news and updates is always on there like for example last week there wasn't an episode so i put that out on there make sure you're following us on tiktok as well advice with alex and friends on tiktok make sure you like you share you subscribe you interact with us as well and make sure you leave us five star reviews on apple podcasts and spotify anything less than that just like uber please hit us (laughs) up in the dms where we're open to 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 suggestions you know but not anything less than five star (laughs) so yeah how how was your time away oh my god (laughs) it was so good it was so needed honestly it was so needed ah yeah it was the best yeah yeah really really good time yeah so, um, uh, so for, for you guys that might not have known, but the director actually dropped it yeah. in the last one, which was, yeah. which was good. So at least you guys knew where, where you said I it was. was good. And I said, yeah. why, why are you out here? I know you did. You business? did. You did. I heard you. I heard you saying that. I was just, <laughs> you, but I was just like, no, nah, it's fine. But I was out, I was out in Dubai for a week, which was really nice. It was nice to go on holiday after I haven't been on holiday for nearly three years um because it was prior to the pandemic actually that I had what was my last holiday so yeah it was really really good just to have the break away I feel really ref- refocused it w- it came at such such you know I've been quite honest on the podcast just around about just a difficult time that's been kind of going on in my life so it was it came at the right time I kind of went there with so much on my shoulders I know it sounds really cliche but it was just great to just kind of refresh mm-hmm. Um, I feel really re-energized. I feel kind of more focused and I've just come back with such a positive mindset because I was getting into quite a negative and quite, I don't know, not depressive, but quite, yeah, just bogged down mm-hmm. state. So it's just nice to just, and it's amazing how sun and just a, just coming away from England, I felt just helped that. I think it's been a really kind of turbulent uh, last couple of months, but so much enjoyable stuff to kind of come and happen so yeah just really glad to be in a I feel like I'm in a much better space right That's now good. so it's good yeah. yeah Dubai will do that to you yeah it does <laughs> it does I don't know I don't know what it was it's it just I don't know if I could have gone anywhere to be fair and I probably would have mm. come back with the same mindset yeah. I can't lie yeah yeah but it was just nice to just guarantee good weather and I just I just love being out there honestly yeah. just 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 free good vibes yeah just good vibes only yeah honestly and like when I was I was saying to you like when I was out there I was just like no I actually can't come to uh I can't I feel I'm a massive brunch girl Mm -hmm. and I've always been a massive advocate of like London brunches like I love going to brunches but I was just like actually I was just like I actually can't go to brunches here anymore because I'm not going to be satisfied I'm not going to be satisfied. Oh my goodness. Like we went to a brunch um, where one, like you said, the food, when they say unlimited food, as in like we went to the restaurant and they were like, um, 
they gave us the menu and then the guy was just like uh just tell me what your mains is and I was just like oh but there's starters and and desserts and and sides and he was just like no we're gonna bring all of them I was just like, are you mad? Actually, we were sitting there like, are you sure? It's just like, yeah, we're going to bring all of them. Just pick your mains. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. I was just like, but there's like four different starters. He's just like, yeah, I know. So we're going to bring you everything. So you have everything. Mm-hmm. And like when you say, when I mean unlimited drink as well, you know, like over here, when we when we do unlimited drink, like you're having to be bad, tapping the waiter, like, come on, fill my yeah. drink up. Or, like, let, or, or it, it might be, oh, wa- it's watery. Yeah, like. They did not allow like my Prosecco glass to like, it would be like halfway and they've come and they filled it up. Mm-hmm. Like when they're bringing drinks, like even when I went out with my partner, like when they were bringing drinks, like they were bringing him drinks, like twos, in twos. Mm-hmm. Like they were just like, oh, rah, you need, you, he's just started drinking one drink. They just, they just bring like two drinks. Mm-hmm. And like their brunches, like here, it's like an hour, an hour and a half or mm-hmm. two hours. Theirs is like four, five hours. Mm-hmm. There was a time we actually went, and another thing that I loved as well was their evening brunches as well. So even if you couldn't go to like a day one or an afternoon one, they do loads of evening brunches. Mm-hmm. So we went to one that was like in a, that turned into a club after, which was amazing. And um, when we did it, and then we had so much like in terms of starters and appetizers, the guy was just like, oh, are you ready for your main course? I was like, you're mad. Are you mad? Are you mad? <laughs> I was just where's like, the space? yeah, where's the space? I was just like, you've just given us like so much food for like starters and appetizers. Um, like, what are you talking about? Mum was coming out and saying, oh yeah, we've got lamb chops and chicken for you. And I'm like, you know, you guys are taking the piss. So I was just like, no, we can't. We literally cannot eat anymore. But it was just the best. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you're right. Like, and Alex said it on the podcast, like loads of podcasts ago um, about like the brunches being different over there. And she didn't lie. You absolutely did not lie. It it was sensational. And ladies <laughs> night. Sensational. Sensational. Oh, you know, well, you, you had already enjoyed ladies night. Yes, I had. Me yes, came, yes, yeah. absolutely. So me, I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm here for the ladies nights, you know. My partner had to pay um, uh, full price. That's not my problem. (laughs) (laughs) But like, it was just, yeah. It's a different, it's a different experience. And I remember like, you know, because I, I only knew. Yeah. Dubai, like UAE brunches yeah. that was all I knew so yeah. when I came back to the UK and I heard about brunches I was like okay yeah yes and especially for me because I don't drink yeah. I thought oh okay like so I all the brunches I ever went to they always had amazing food yeah um there's a brunch it's at a hotel near the W in Dubai I can't mm-hmm. remember what it's called but like there's a room it's a sweets room it's mm-hmm. literally like a candy sh- store and you can like I'm not even a sweet person, but <laughs> in that room, you're going to have sweets. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's, there's, there's ones where you go to, like, there's unlimited steak. Like, the, it's food galore. Yeah. So, and everyone who's drinking alcohol is getting, like, the good quality stuff. It's not yeah. rubbish. But here in the UK, the price that you pay. Yeah. Because you've got brunches, like, the same price or maybe even, like, a little bit cheaper over there. Yeah. For what you're getting for, like, hours and hours on end. Like, four or five hours. Yeah, and then afterwards, like you said, there's there's an event because even, like, um, when you, when, like, everyone came and we did Zero Gravity, that's yeah. a brunch. Yeah, I know. And that would, like, there's there's brunches where it's, like, different stations because, remember, they were doing barbecue one side. Yeah. There's, um, there's lamb somewhere. Yeah, yeah. This somewhere. Like, there's just so much different. The last brunch I went to before I came back to this UK, ah, they even had, like, um, 
they made a house out of like like gingerbread what and you can you can eat it like we it was <laughs> me and somebody else that were there like the, it was coming to the end of the brunch. We're like, nobody's eating this thing. We, we want to have it. So I think they wanted to save it for like the next time. We're like, no. We need to eat from this gingerbread. <laughs> what do you mean? I love that. I love that. I absolutely love that. You know, like yeah. and you, the chef is chefing up for you. They're cooking. They're happy, like, they're happy to, yeah, make to make your food. Here in food. this country, you have to, like, it's always a la carte. Only a la carte. Never buffet. Never buffet. Literally never buffet. And even with the a la carte, it's like bare small. Like, yeah. And it's like one dish per thingy and stuff like that. I was just like, I actually cannot eat brunches here now and feel comfortable and content. Well, now you understand. Now you understand where I was coming from. Content and happy. Mm -hmm. And like you said, you're right. Because I, I, you know, um, normally for here, I'm all about the drink over here mm-hmm. but over in dubai it was just literally all about the food i couldn't even get drunk in dubai like i i, I, I and that that that's that's so weird because i'm such a lightweight but not one day i think it was only the day the day i only felt it the day because we went to an evening brunch the day the night before we were flying out in the morning mm-hmm. massive mistake but you know we live and we learn and like i was just like you can't you can't even get drunk out there because the food is so much that it absorbs everything i was like <laughs> looking at it and i was just like no i've actually had like 10 tequila sunrises mm-hmm. and i'm fine and like i walked home mm-hmm. we walked home and we could not believe this yeah i was just like if this was in the uk i'm sure i would have vomited by now <laughs> i am sure i would have vomited by now like honestly i would have like 10 and their tequila sunrises was like you could taste the tequila like yeah it's not this watered down something something even i was just like no like you need to add some ice to this or Mm -hmm, something mm -hmm. and plus you're having shisha Mm -hmm. ah god i love those places every place you have yeah here's your shisha menu oh my god it makes me so happy yeah um and i was just like not one day did we ever like we were coming home we were like no we're actually not tipsy at all Mm -hmm. because your stomach because your your stomach stomach has been lined we could not believe how much alcohol i actually consume i consumed so i'm actually on a detox right now because i consumed so much alcohol but i never felt it Mm. i never felt only until the last the last night yeah. But I think that was just a combination of all the drinks that from, probably uh, yeah, happened from the, the days whole before. Yeah. Probably why I'm so tired, still so tired. <laughs> I think the alcohol's really taken a thingy. But no, it was oh just just love them. Love the brunches out there. Yeah. So UK Neil. Bye. <laughs> 10 10 points 10 points honestly 10 points honestly for their brunches love it love it love it out there yeah oh my god. love it love it enjoyment yeah. well i guess there's so much like to talk about i guess so much has yeah. happened um you know over the past like week or so yeah yeah, yeah so much i wanted to get into the nitty-gritty um referring to child q oh yeah yeah i guess i wanna as always because you know so many people always kind of talk about the the obvious aspect of things i want to i guess mm-hmm. look at some alternative angles i don't yeah. want to call it devil's advocate i just want to look at alternative angles but um for those of you who don't know child q is a young lady um at the time of the event so i guess now she'd be 17 but at the mm-hmm. time back in 2020 she was 15 years old she was at a school in east london so hackney obviously we know hackney very well i grew up in hackney mm-hmm. and um she a teacher thought that she had cannabis in her possession 
and therefore the police were called and she was strip searched even though she was on her period and she was completely and totally strip searched down to her naked body and I'm not going to get into some of the things that happened to her because at the end of the day she's a child and none of what happened to her should have happened to her but she was completely and totally violated Mm -hmm. and I just want to say that I know that obviously we get enraged by things that happen of course we have every right to be enraged. I think sometimes, and this is one of the angles that I want to explore, what we do is we dehumanize the person that's going through mm-hmm. what they've gone, gone through, through. Yeah. And we make it about us. You know, there are people that were screaming, oh, what school is it? Why do you want to know the school? Yeah. The child Q is child Q for a reason. For a reason. She's reason. anonymous for a reason. Once you say the school, that's it. That's it. You're in the anonymity, is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah. It's blown. It's blown, yeah. Absolutely. It's blown. And it's like, oh well, I'm just trying to double check that my child don't go to that school. Sis, you're gonna have to do some more research. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to look a little bit more into that then. Yeah. You don't need to know the actual particular school because safeguarding has been put in place to protect well, it should have been put in place in the first place to protect her from this happening to her in the first place. Yeah. But I guess damage control now is everything is being done to protect her and and who she is. Mm -hmm. Once you say the school, people start to do investigative work and find out who she is. And that's not fair. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's, that's one thing that we do, you know, kind of like, Oh, demand the name of the school. And also everybody going into graphic details about what happened to her. She's seeing this. She's probably on social media like you, you know, obviously I I know we don't know who she is, but she is being exposed to this. It's being talked about all the time and like the things that happen to her and she's constantly having to relive this. And, we're, you know, people, again, are outraged, but you're not you're not thinking about the person that it happened to. Absolutely. Yeah, we we do this all the time. Yeah, you're right. And it it just turns, it's sad because I know it is with good intent and I get Mm -hmm. people are trying to raise awareness and Mm -hmm. I get people are trying to put it out there. But it's just, you've got to remember that you're right. There is somebody behind this viewing this she's gone through this mm-hmm. right and the fact that as well that it's taken two years for it to mm-hmm. come out just mm-hmm. just shows the severity of of the issue and also you know how traumatizing that that must be and that's going to live with her f- forever mm-hmm. so yeah I think people do things with good intent but I think people what people don't think about is they don't think about it holistically and think all kind of the wider implications of sharing certain stuff and going into details like when I saw some of the articles like I I get it but it was just it was really quite crude Mm -hmm. like I know they talked about like obviously her being on her period and like you said it went through kind of the stages afterwards but yeah, it just makes me cringe a little bit. I yeah. was just really We're talking quiet. about a child. Yeah. A child. Like we're talking about a child. We have to yeah. remember we have to remember that. And in one breath, people are saying, you know, that she was adultified and that's why mm. she was treated the way that she was. But you're also perpetuating that yeah. in the way that you talk about yeah. her because you're not giving the care and compassion that you that you would give to that a you child. would give to a child, right? And, and you're defeating the whole purpose. Yeah, I, I'm glad that people have said, you know, do what you need to do. Contact your local MP. Yeah. Diane Abbott. Yeah. Diane Abbott has been doing. Yes, she has been the queen of Hackney for like I think thirty years. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. She she's done her. I saw her letter that she sent out to um, the Metropolitan Police. I think about the investigation or what on what happened. Mm-hmm. 
Um, also, just to be, I'm just, I saw a lot of comparison because then it turned into like a race thing, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Quite quickly, you know, mm-hmm. she, you know, she was quickly identified as a black girl. Black girl yeah. um, and just around that. And then, um, you know, there was the comparisons that I saw from people saying, you know, if it was a, a white child, mm-hmm. um, do we think this would have happened? Mm-hmm. And it makes me really sad that all, that in these situations that we, we always do sadly have to compare mm-hmm. um, because I've just, I always sit there and I think, and I'm like, why is it, why is it black kids? What, what is it about, <laughs> about us, our skin t- color, our race? What is it about it? that gets this real bad, I don't know, just treatment against other, because I, I do agree. I don't know if this would have happened to a white child. I, mm-hmm. I, I really don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I don't know if they think. But you know what's sad? Mm. It might not have been a white teacher. It could have been a black teacher. And that's what people are forgetting. Yeah. It could have been a black teacher. And obviously it all, again, it's down to institutionalized racism it's down to i guess the way that we've been programmed even us as black people to kind of be more weary of other blacks and question things as well yeah um because not all skin folk are kin folk yeah you know no Um, absolutely especially sometimes in the education setting that is not the that's not the case yeah it's just it's simply it's simply not the case yeah so um obviously there's an assumption that that the teacher was white but we 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 don't know that no idea the ethnicity of the teacher at all we do not know absolutely um and i know that changes the narrative what what, what does what do we say now as black people if we found out it was a it will will, we'll never find out but yeah if we found out it was a black teacher what do we say now do Mm. we still say it was a race thing I don't, I, didn't, I don't know I exactly. Don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. What, I don't what, know would, what, what would say. what would what would people say to that? Yeah, yeah. Did they did, yeah. just like I said. I just thought it was really yeah. funny because you've got people like amping up. It's like no, but you don't know. It's we Hackney. Hackney is uh, in in terms of the workforce. It's yeah. multicultural as well. Yeah, yeah. There yeah, are absolutely. many many black you know professionals in that absolutely. work in Hackney in kind of health and social and um education settings and things like that as well so yeah. it could have very well been a black teacher yeah we just well not i'm not my but i yeah. i just i no. i just took away the the fundamentals of of what was i of what i was told yeah and just went along with that along with i didn't that. speculate or anything like that no. but it could have very well been a black teacher i just thought that that was funny yeah um that people didn't that didn't register. That didn't register. It was it just like register. it had to be a white teacher. It I has think, to be. I think I I think I it know. is still a race thing in terms of how she was treated as a black girl because even if it was a black teacher, yeah. And again, like I said, in terms of institutionalized racism and the way in which we sometimes can be harder on ourselves than we are to on other others. races. Because yeah. I think if it was a black teacher and a and a white girl, I don't it may not have led to that or no. there would have been pushback or her parents would have been con- consulted or yeah. there would have been somebody present or do you know what I mean? There yeah. were 
certain things would have been um, yeah. put in place. And it happens all the time in the education setting. You know, um, if a girl, if there's a white girl, you know, she's and she's a bit lippy. Oh, she's just cheeky. But if it's a black girl, she's sassy. Yeah. There's certain words, words that, that are used to describe yeah. the black children as opposed to to, to white children. Yeah. And I've always said during my, my career, whenever I'd speak speak to black children within my class i'd always kind of pull them to one side and say look listen it's different for us yeah i i don't make the rules but it's different for us and yeah. i'd always say it in front of them and say it in front of their parents and things like that yeah um so you know what are we going to do about it you know, like some, some you know something has has come up mm. and I've got to contact your parents. Do you want me to contact your parents? Is that what you want? Because mm-hmm. if I contact your parents versus some some of the other people's parents, you know, you know you the know outcome for yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, you know, I know, I know, you know exactly. <laughs> like, come on, is that what you want? Is that what you want? Exactly. So I, I've always spoken differently to them. Yeah, from a place, and I've told them that I'm speaking differently to you. Yeah, because it's different for us. Yeah, absolutely. But unfortunately, absolutely. not everybody factors yeah. not everybody's going to do that not everybody's going to factor that in i i'll never forget when i uh when it was my first year of teaching um i had a young girl and she said to me that it makes such a big difference having me a black woman mm. every morning as her form tutor coming in and seeing me and that changed i feel like that changed my whole career path mm. like i felt like i i had a serious responsibility mm-hmm. Because she she was being bullied at school, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, that just 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 being so present just, makes a difference. I think yeah. it's one thing being present, and then it's another thing actually like connecting with the kids. We have a we have a, a job to do as as black yeah. educators. We are we to do. connect with with the black with kids others. that's there. Yeah, we do. They do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. So. And also, I don't want it to be this thing where teachers are being slandered as well. Yeah. Because teachers are extremely un- overwhelmed. Yeah. They were overwhelmed pre-pandemic. Since the pandemic, it's been a whole heap of mess in education. It just doesn't make sense. There's so many people that are out, you know, on or because of COVID yeah. and just general sickness. And there's loads of absences. And, you know, like people are trying to navigate and make schools run. And it's not running um, the in, in the way that things should, should be, be not 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 optimal yeah you know pace or anything like mm-hmm. that so yeah i just think education's a, a a big mess at the moment yeah i don't know how this happened no. i pray that things like this don't happen again i feel like as of late i've been getting a lot of like safeguarding stuff come through because <laughs> yeah. i did i did i did a safeguarding training this week and i was like oh yeah we need to do a face-to-face it's like for what like you, you guys never yeah you guys never did this before because my safeguarding had run out yeah um anyway you know whenever things like this happen yeah. they just kind of like want to I know, I know, yeah. yeah. Make sure that people are aware of kind of how to maybe deal with situations when these things happen. Happen, Happen, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. but there's so many, and it's not just the the teacher that was involved's fault. There were so many other systems that happened in between that broke down. Yeah. Because there's that, that, the the teacher picking that up, then it's the phoning the police because you don't just as a, I'm sure as a teacher you don't just pick up and phone the police. You can you so can. um it you don't escalate it to anybody. Yeah, to you say, can escalate if you feel if you believe that there's imminent 
danger, then you yeah. can escalate it. Normally what would happen if, if there's a some sort of safeguarding issue, what you do is you contact your DSL, which is your designated safeguarding lead. So somebody in the school, yeah. some, some, sometimes there's like two in a school, especially yeah. if the school is bigger then you would contact them and say, you know, this is the situation. And most times they'll just kind of take the situation off of your hands and continue. If you felt like there was imminent danger, then you can contact an an external authority on your own. Mm -hmm. Um, You'd still have to contact the DSL to let them know what's happened and then put a written report. I genuinely, I'm really, the past couple of days, I've really been trying to rack my brain as to how this happened. Yeah. Because she was in an exam. Yes. Um, and I was thinking, you know, even if you think that somebody has drugs on, I just, I don't know. I I, I have no idea. Yeah. And I, I think, I know for me, I've got um, experience of working in a PRU, which is a pupil referral unit. So like, you know, um, it's, a, it's a smaller school in mm-hmm. terms of kids that are being kicked out and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And mm-hmm. I just... I think sometimes mainstream teachers are not necessarily because I'm I'm assu- again I'm, yeah, I'm assuming, just I don't know I'm yeah. assuming that it's a mainstream um school because I know for example if it was in a pupil referral unit you would handle it differently but also I know that for me as a mainstream teacher there were so many things I wasn't set up for mm-hmm. I didn't know it wasn't mm-hmm. until I started like working with kids in SEN or looked after children or yeah. kids that had been in a pupil referral unit. That's when things started to like connect yeah. for me. Yeah. So I, I genuinely don't know how this happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's really, it's really sad. But mm-hmm. then also at the same time, I don't want it to be that there's loads of legislation put in place where we, we start to like um restrict teachers as yeah. well because yeah. things like this don't happen on a regular basis yeah. if that makes sense maybe this is a borough issue yeah um so i guess it's or it's just lack of training lack of training maybe. yeah so they're gonna have to change their safeguarding training yeah. as well and also in safeguarding training i will say this there is nothing about um gender bias or mm-hmm. race bias or anything like that they're going to need to involve that in in safeguarding because there isn't mm-hmm. you know like for example if, if you're handing it a child from a particular background how you do that i think in you know if you were maybe like a dsl of you're like you know deep into safeguarding but for your everyday teaching the teacher that that isn't something that's incorporated no. so they're going to need to have to they're going to have to change that yeah absolutely yeah yeah um but yeah my my thoughts and prayers are out to um child q her family i mm-hmm. hope that they take it all the way i hope yeah. they take it all the Absolutely. way like you know all the people that failed her that they are dealt with appropriately yeah. appropriately yeah and justly um, yeah yeah uh and and that this is a major learning point for everybody in education reform mm-hmm. because i feel like you know, even people like Ofsted are going to have to start to check. You, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, look at your diversity and inclusion. Yeah. Back in 2020, when people were talking about BLM and this and that, and what and you, um, and obviously I know this happened in 2020, but since then I feel like the word diversity and inclusion gets thrown around. But what are you actually doing, doing about, about it? it? Yeah, yeah, it's so like a buzzword. It's isn't a buzzword. That's it? always it. Always is a buzzword. Yeah, even in terms of like people trying to encourage it's not an encouragement you're forcing people back into the office mm-hmm. for a lot of people going back into the o- office is not just this you know oh fine yeah let's like 
mingle with everybody people are actually quite apprehensive about going back into the office because you know I'm always going to liken it to my food in my house I can eat what I like I've always been from secondary school days I always brought food food I never brought sandwiches into school yeah from from secondary school days I was bringing in rice to school like from early right and I know that for me there have been times when I've brought in things yeah. and it's this fuss and I'm just, this is just food. There's so many, you know, microaggressions that, that people yeah. deal with. Right. But food is, is a very common one mm-hmm. in the comfort of my home. I can eat what I want to eat without any noise, without any judgments. Yeah. But going yeah. into the office, there's certain things like, you know, what are you eating? Yeah. Oh, leaving early. Are we like, yeah, that one pisses this. me off. It's just like, you're right. It's just all that sometimes when you're going into the office, right? It's just all those little itty bitty comments and all of that. And that's, that's the real anxiety as to why people don't want to go in because it's, you're right. The control that people have over their lives when they're at home is completely different mm-hmm. to being in the office. Even when you go into the office and, you know, let's say you might go out, I don't know, for a break or something like that or a smoking break or whatever because mm-hmm. people don't notice that at home mm-hmm. it's fine but mm-hmm. now you know you might get the looks or you might be conscious mm-hmm. because you've been out for like 10-15 minutes people might think you 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 I don't know you've gone AWOL and mm-hmm. stuff so you're right I think I think people are like yeah no I'm, I'm done with coming into the office actually yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not here for all of those you know thingies I'm not here for people telling me that I've changed my hair like 50 times or yeah. you know yesterday I had long hair and today I have an afro mm-hmm. and stuff like that even though they can see it on um on zoom, on, on zoom there's so much to get like through that, in the meeting that nobody's that got no time to bring co- it up comment comment about <laughs> it right no one's got honestly got no oh no 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 yeah yeah, yeah. So you really just get to the nitty-gritty and you keep it moving but back in the day meetings in the office did they not used to overrun yeah absolutely right absolutely so yeah that's why when I go into the office, I always make sure I just, I'm going on a day when no one else is in. Going in, yeah. Yeah, I always go in. I like it. It's nice. And I like it, like, obviously I like seeing um my team and stuff like that. But I do like it when I'm just in there by myself. Mm-hmm. No one's going to question me. No one's going to say nothing. No one's yeah. going to, like, I'm just there by myself. So, yeah. yeah. And also you, what I guess you want to get work done. Yeah. 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 Because I'm um, even pre-pandemic, I was a uh, headphones in, like, lunchtime me i'm not sitting and fraternizing with everybody yeah. me i'm i'm just kind of doing my own thing like yeah. just just leave me alone yeah. like i want to get on because when it's the end of the day i'm going when people are like leaving early are we yes yes when you were there doing starbucks with sharon like I, I chilling was by the vending machine yeah i was i was doing my work so yeah. yeah exactly and you also don't know what i'm doing at home and i do think that there's this assumption that you know, if you're the first one in, last one out, that you're working the harder. Hard and it's like, no, people yeah. have shown at home that they're extremely productive. Absolutely. And that work doesn't have to be the be all and end all of and your life. And any workplace that wants to force that narrative, go to hell. Yeah. I'm not here for it. Yeah. I'm never going to be here for it. Ever. 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 ever, ever. ever. You don't pay me enough. And even if you do, you still no, don't. No, you still, no. Nah, it's not my, it's not my portion. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's not my portion. Not at all. <laughs> so I guess speaking of like control, mm-hmm. I saw uh, an interview that Mary J. Blige did. I want to say for Vlad TV. Okay. And she was just talking about how she doesn't have any plans to have children. That's mm-hmm. not her thing. That's not what she wants. She doesn't have kids. No, she doesn't have kids. Okay, okay. 
She only has a stepdaughter. Okay. Yeah, but her stepdaughter's she's older than us. She's grown. She's oh, okay. Grown. She's grown, grown. Is that like, from Ken, her previous yeah, marriage? Ken, yeah, Ken, Kendall's uh, daughter. Okay. And um, yeah, but she doesn't have any children of her own. Okay. And you know, obviously, we love Auntie Mary. Like we love Auntie Mary. Mary. Yeah, go Mary. Mary. Like that, yeah. that's that. She's been my auntie in my head from when I was like six years old. I yeah. swear. Um, and again, I'm not going into like why she doesn't want to have kids. That's mm-hmm. her own personal choice. I'm more so like reading the comments and people are like, vex. Why? That she doesn't want to have kids. She doesn't want to have kids. Why is that the only purpose of women? I think that that's what <laughs> I think that that's what some people think. Yeah. That you can't really that you haven't really fulfilled your your role as a woman if yeah. you don't have children. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like that. Yeah, yeah. How dare she say How that she doesn't want to have kids? People say like people are selfish because mm. because because she doesn't want to have kids. Some some people I rate people that say that for me per- yeah. personally. Yeah. Because the the worst thing I would want is for someone that doesn't want to have kids and knows deep down they don't want to have kids, brings brings a child into um the world and is not able to love them maybe the way that you know they really should mm-hmm. and then you know then that that has an effect on then another hu- another person you've brought into the world right and you're kind of setting them up to fail a little bit because you might not not have that natural maternal instinct and I do get it because I know there are occasions where people say oh I don't want and then the child comes along and I know they their minds change because I I do believe you know children I think are a massive blessing and I think they they can change people's out outlook on life but I think if you've got quite a strong stance about it and you know you're saying you know I want to live a relatively free life I don't really want to be you know when I'm going home when I'm going on holidays and stuff like that I'm not rushing home because I'm thinking oh god I've got kids to attend to I've got to do this I can't be out late and stuff like that if that's the kind of life you want to live I think you need to make that decision and say I don't want to have kids yeah I think that's the best decision you can Mm -hmm. make Mm mm-hmm because you don't want to have that be that absentee parent because you just you've had kids for the sake of having kids but you didn't and kids feel that kids mm-hmm. definitely they do. don't 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 they don't, do. don't play it down like they're silly mm-hmm. like they will definitely feel that mm-hmm. so you you didn't want me there wasn't a need for that mm-hmm. you just you just had me just for the sake of having mm-hmm. having me so yeah no I I rate her for just being open and honest about it and sticking to her guns yeah like yeah 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 i agree i also um picking up on what you said in terms of people saying that it's selfish to not want to have kids it's also selfish to want to have kids and people never see it that way oh that it is selfish it is selfish like you are choosing to bring Mm -hmm. a person Person. into this world yeah who didn't ask to be here yeah (laughs) yeah right they didn't ask to be here Yeah, and then you're gonna raise them up how you want to raise them. Yeah, right. And then anytime there's any pushback from them, um, in terms of you know like no, this doesn't quite fit with who I think I am or whatever, you're gonna try and like no force your way of thinking and living and doing things onto that person. Yeah, right. And that's also quite selfish. Obviously, like you know, it's your job to train up a child and whatever, but it's also your job to give them options and explore mm-hmm. and I guess teach them about the world so that they can grow up and become the person that they are meant to be yeah absolutely and this is why you know you've got some <laughs> some parents that still t- treat their 40 year old kids like you like like kids yeah you know they, they haven't quite relinquished the the hold that they yeah. that they have that on they them. Have them yeah um 
And I feel like we don't really question certain things like that are just meant to be considered the norm. So in terms of having children, people don't really question it. And like you said, you could have somebody that has a child and yeah. then they just pass on trauma onto those yeah. kids. And that happens. That, that even happens, that happens with people that want kids. Yeah, that happens way too. Yeah, people have kids. They're like, I want kids. And then the kids come and they're like, oh shit, this is too much. Yeah. Like it's 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 a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a 24 hour, seven day a week job. No days at all. I, I don't think anybody like... I'm sure, like, of course, people, I'm sure, know they want to have kids. But I, I don't think until they come in, you're like, oh, my God, this this is different. This is this is real different. As much as we wanted to have kids, I bet I bet I bet moms are like, oh, my God, this is this is different. Yeah. You know. Um. So, yeah. No. Yeah. Have you ever come across somebody that said that they didn't want to have kids? yes have you okay yeah yeah and i'm just like cool like because even when even when it comes to children um and asking questions and stuff i definitely um i feel like i've always been careful of my wording i've never made the assumption that people want to have kids i'm just like oh you know if you choose to have kids that kind of thing i've never just been like oh when you have children children. i feel like i am quite mindful of my wording yeah because not everybody wants Wants to have kids and that's completely and totally fine i also respect people that say you know what i'm a one and done I have yeah. my one and, and I'm done because I think that that's also another pressure like it's one thing having kids and then it's another pressure in terms of continuing to have them so I think you know if you said you were going to have two or three that's fine but for you to say you're having one especially in a actually the a, a word that I came across the other day when I was reading the article about child Q was not instead of using ethnic minority that word is in the garbage that word is in the bin global majority people i said yeah because we freaking are we actually are global majority global majority yes we are i love that so we're not ethnic minorities anymore i'm actually upset that all these years i was saying ethnic minority was rolling off my tongue yeah i know actually not the minority across the world really you know global majority global majority people whoever came out of that yeah shout out to them 10 10 yeah (laughs) so you know for for global majority people it can be quite difficult for you to say within your cultures, okay, yeah. I'm only having one. It's like, you know, why? And then there's this pressure. Yeah. Why do we w- pressure people into having children or having more kids? Are you the one that's financing them? Are you the one that's going to be there when the children no, are when sick? The children are, there. Yeah. are you going to be there to look after them when the parents go to work? Like, yeah. I don't understand why we try and force this culture of having lots of, of, of children. I think especially now, I think for our generation and the generations to come after us, a lot of us are questioning things that were just the norm and nobody ever challenged. Like, yeah. okay, how does this fit in for me? Yeah. And I like it. Mm-hmm. I really, really like it. And you can even see the shift in just like you said, our generation and it will and I'm sure it will continue in the next because there's even been a shift of the time women now are having children. Mm-hmm. You know, back in our parents thingy it was get married quite young. Uh, by twenty five you have three kids. You have you've had three by the time you're thirty, right, you you've got your, your football squad with you. Like like <laughs> you know what I mean? Whereas now like when they look at us now, it's just like, rah, they actually like, the women are actually like, I'm doing stuff first. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this in my 20s. Or I'm going to do that. Or I'm going to do it in my 30s. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Kids right now is not a priority. Like, like you you do have women going, you know what? Kids right now is not a priority. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to thingy. Or I want to explore. I want to whatever. And kids are not a top, top 
priority, but it will be when I when I'm in this space mm-hmm. in my life. And I and I I I, I rate it. I really yeah. do. I really do because I think what as well. I think happened as well with like our parents' generations. It's just like, okay, they got married, they had the kids and then it was just like, and now what? Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. They like, didn't have a life. They plan. didn't have thingy. Like it was just like from edu- It was like a, yeah, it was just like a, a set thing to do in life, right? You go to school, you go to university. When you go to university, you, then you find your husband. You find your husband, you get married, you have children. Mm-hmm. And then you then just what? become a mom. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah that's it. Like you said, like being a a, a a mom was was just all of your identity. And that was it. Like sometimes, um, how many of our older generation aunties didn't have don't have kids? Not many, not many. I've only and got... I bet and I bet it's not for wants of not trying. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's very very true. Yeah, yeah. Um, because yeah, you're right. It was just one of those things that. You you just you, you did. just had kids like what do you mean it wasn't even having... a th- it wasn't even like a conversation yeah. to say oh are you gonna have kids when you like you said when you when, you, when you gonna and, have kids and if you didn't ha- produce kids within a time frame you were made fun of yeah so, like oh. you're barren what's happened to you this that whatever and it's always the woman's fault isn't it oh yeah of course it's always, always the woman's fault always well that's what they always used to say isn't it it's yeah. always the, yeah you need to get checked out yeah yeah so yeah there's no conversations about the man never ever ever it's always no. the woman's fault she you yeah. know whatever what did you do before when you were young did you have abortions this, yeah the backdoor abortion just, oh this that God. whatever you know like you you need to sit down you're doing too much and it's just like it's so crazy and obviously i guess we're, we're touching on this very quickly because yeah. mother's day is around the corner yeah so um you know shout out to all the mothers if you're listening to this on mother's Mm -hmm. day but i think just let women be honestly please just let yeah please honestly just just let women be it's not even i think like please really it's just it's it's enough yeah if you you see a woman living her best life no kids behind her whatever just celebrate that like you know don't be thinking oh she must be quite empty or she must you or you feel yeah. sorry for her like like oh yeah. she must be not unhappy she's got like no husband she's got no kids yeah no, auntie's living like she, she's she's, li- she's good exactly no you definitely if you can see that yeah you can you I feel like yeah that, that's happened that's happened to, that's like, happened to oh, me before like oh like it's, oh she's got no thingy and husband or she's approaching 40 or whatever she's approaching 30 and stuff and it's just like are you yeah mad? who told you she wanted that yeah She's Who fine. Told you? She's she's good. She's doing. She's, she's doing, doing very, very well. Very well. Just yeah. because people people love to project onto you what yeah. they think you should be doing, and shout out to everybody that kind of pushes back. And mm-hmm. even if you don't argue with whoever, because they're gonna say whatever, just continue. Just living your best life is, yeah. is pushing back enough and being your authentic self and just just enjoying what the other things that life has to offer because. Yeah um whilst getting married is is an amazing thing or whilst being a mom yeah. is a, is an amazing thing it's not the only thing that that women have to do in this life absolutely absolutely there's yeah like yeah you're a human being yeah and you should be judged off of your qualities and yeah. your characteristics you know are you loyal you know are you trustworthy yeah are you do you know what I mean? Are you dedicated? Yeah. Like all those kind of things as opposed to the titles. Because t- titles can come and go. Some people, oh. they carry the title on the head. What happens when you don't have the title anymore? What yeah. should I come and die? Yeah. No, I'm still a human being. Yeah. You know? 
So yeah yeah that, that's that's very true yeah. you know what makes me laugh i yeah. know this is gonna sound really bad this is gonna sound really bad so i've seen it frequently i'm sorry if i offend anybody <laughs> i'm really really sorry it's just it's just my personal thingy you know like when you go on people's uh instagram pages and like on their bio mm. they'll put like wife mm-hmm. or the ring is or there the ring is there yes it makes me, it, it cringes me the hell out. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, this is so cringy. You yeah. are more than that. Uh, being a wife and it's, being it's great. a mum is, 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 is brilliant, it's right? Awesome. I, and it, it is. It's the most, and especially being a mum, like it's, I can imagine it's the most amazing thing. But you, you are more than that more because than you that. very rarely see men saying husbands. Mm, no you don't when <laughs> very rarely unless so. unless, unless, unless he's unless, a, like a creator where you've got like a a family unit maybe and they digital make possibly yeah, or or you're mm. you you married to somebody like you know if maybe if if oprah and stedman were married then yeah i'd I I be like yeah I'm husband. husband <laughs> you had i'll be like at oprah's husband <laughs> yeah you're right i'm a somebody are you right <laughs> i'm a somebody that's my wife like that that's my wife thing. you're right yeah cool then you're then right. you do that but generally speaking it isn't that women are not allowed to have an identity outside yeah, of being a, like a wife, wife. And, a, and a mom i'm hey, like what even at even at like my son's nursery they don't call me by my name they call me my son's name's mum oh that's who what they, they call me yeah that's who you are now that's who i am <laughs> <laughs> they don't call me by my name <laughs> do you know what i mean because I, I know by my, my, my whole person <laughs> and i existed for like 29 years on this earth I not know. being a mom <laughs> i know and now that's all I now yeah. that's that's all I am. But yeah. yeah, it's like no, allow allow women to be who they are. Who they it's are. not just what and and even aside from being a wife and a yeah. mother, but yeah. like, oh my sister, um, yeah, my daughter, yeah. my niece, my dad, like just be you, just, just be you, just yeah. be a human being, and it's completely and totally fine. Even job titles, like they can change and whatever. Just, Absolutely, just yeah. Be Never be so so, and 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 that actually is going to lead into my advice. So, yeah. like our advice to our younger selves, I I would say never be so um. Oh, what's the word like? Committed to a version of yourself mm. because that version of yourself can change. I don't know. So, for example, there's somebody who's like a firefighter and one day they're climbing up a tree trying to save a cat and then they fall and they like do their back in yeah and now they can't be a firefighter anymore does that make them any less of a person they've been a firefighter for 20 years that's all they've ever known you know maybe now that's not your calling anymore to be a firefighter maybe it's your job to train firefighters or be a consultant or i don't know like whatever it is maybe but like never ever be allow yourself to be so committed to a, a version of yourself that yeah. you're afraid to change because we change all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I would say to my younger self. Okay. Oh, oh, is, are we oh, near yeah. the officer? Are we near the Yeah, we're near the officer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying that. Alex, this is early. Oh my God, sorry, guys. <laughs> time, time flies. Uh, so, I know, time flies. I can't believe it. Okay. Um, I'm still in Dubai time right now. Um, so what would I say? Um, I think for me, it would be just allowing yourself grace. So for instance, I think recently, what I think I should have done better is um, 
sometimes certain things happen, I think, in your life. And I feel like you, you've just got to get a better perspective of kind of sometimes removing yourself from a particular situation and kind of, I don't know, like figuring out whether something is the right time, if that mm. makes sense. So for instance, you know, you've got, sometimes you have all these plans that you want to do and everything like that, but sometimes it's just really not the right time. And I think that's okay. And I think it's just about, I'm saying this to my younger self, I'm saying this to my today self and my yesterday self and yeah, my me tomorrow too, me self. Me too, my today self. Yeah, to, yeah to saying that things might, things just because it's on your timeline doesn't mean that it's the right time. So it's just allowing yourself grace to just be like, okay, this is what I would have hoped to have done. But you know what? If it's not the right time, then that's fine. There's something else is probably out there bigger and better. Um, and I keep, I'm trying to keep telling myself that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. I've kind of, and I feel like just let be, let God. Yeah. A bit more. I yeah. think, I think, I think I'm, I'm trying to, be like that a little bit more and just saying you know what there must be something god has got that god knows god knows right god he really does know um so yeah yeah just tapping into my faith a little bit more more yeah i i saw something that said if you're being wait to make longer than you thought yeah then you're getting more than what you asked for and i said okay okay <laughs> let me just wait <laughs> I said, okay, cool. But I, 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 you know, I, I don't have an issue with that. So guys, on that note, we've come to the end of the episode. Make sure that you like, comment, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. And make sure that you leave us a five-star review, of course, <laughs> on Spotify and Apple. Make sure you're following the podcast at Advice with Alex on Instagram and Twitter. And make sure you're following us on TikTok as well at Advice with Alex and Friends on there as well. I think i've covered everything yeah just 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 a happy mother's day just yeah. to everybody yeah all the mummies the mummies to be the mummies that want to be mm -hmm. um the heavenly mummies that are not here anymore mm -hmm. just to everybody to everyone the, 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 the el the eldest daughters the eldest daughters you, you who always have, been, have my heart yes that have <laughs> been like mums to your your mm -hmm. your younger siblings mm -hmm. just to anybody the aunties the yeah. teachers oh my the god primary school workers nurses. the nursery workers the yeah. nurses the doctors all sorts all of, of you know them. like all of you guys that provide any sort of care for children yeah you know, you, you have a, a motherly role and we are saying happy mother's day to all of you guys we hope that you have a wonderful day this stupid yeah. country has decided to put mother's day on daylight saving time so that mums have one less hour i don't know, I know why that was just rude so the a man must have done that definitely but yeah he must have made that decision definitely There's no a, way a dad that refers to looking after his children as babysitting as babysitting and refers to the mother's just yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say that. We'll, yeah. leave, we'll, we'll leave, leave it there. there. We'll leave it there, guys. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Until <laughs> next time. Bye. Bye.